Here's the second example that we did using the rewriting technique, rewriting and differentiating. This time we're going to use the quotient rule. We know what the answer should be. I've got it written over behind me. We're going to check it at the end. So the derivative of 8x to the fourth plus 2x cubed minus 7 all over 2x. Now again, we could rewrite this because there's only one term in the bottom. But if I wanted to use a quotient rule, I would say that this derivative equals, start with the denominator, bring it up to the numerator, and just rewrite it, 2x. Then times, I'm going to use brackets for the derivative, the derivative of the numerator. The derivative of 8x to the fourth is 32x cubed, plus the derivative of 2x cubed is 6x squared, minus the derivative of 7 is 0, so I just close the bracket. The quotient rule says denominator times the derivative of the numerator, then minus. Now, I just differentiated the numerator, so this time I leave it alone. 8x to the fourth plus 2x cubed minus 7 times this time the derivative of the denominator. The derivative of 2x is just 2. Then I have to remember all over, all over the denominator squared. And you can use brackets or parentheses. I'm going to use parentheses this time because I'm not differentiating it. I'm just squaring it. Uh, in the formula, I had written brackets, though. So there, either way, you're just taking the denominator as a one thing and squaring it. All right, this does not look anything like my derivative from before, so I've got to simplify. I've got to distribute 2x in. That's not so bad. And I've got to distribute a negative 2 in in the second part of the numerator. So when I distribute, I have 2x times 32x cubed is 64x to the fourth plus 2 times 6 is 12. x times x squared is x cubed. Then I have minus 2 times 8x to the fourth is 16x to the fourth. And I have another minus. 2 times 2 is 4x cubed. Then I have minus a negative, so plus 14, all over the denominator squared. And sometimes, usually, I'm going to tell you don't bother squaring out the denominator. But that's when you have more than one term in the denominator. Because I want to compare my answer to the answer we got by rewriting, it is going to be helpful for me to, to actually square this out. Plus, there's only one term, so it's not that hard to do. 4x squared. So I have a numerator and a denominator now. It's getting better. Also, I have some like terms. So I can combine my 64x to the fourth with my negative 16x to the fourth. And I can also combine my 12x cubed with my negative 4x cubed. So when I do that, 64 minus 16, 48, 48x to the fourth. And then I have plus 12 minus 4 is 8x cubed plus 14. And then that's all over 4x squared. Now you can probably see why I wanted to square the 2x. Every single one of these terms has something in common. It has a 2. Now the 2 can actually divide into the 4, can it? But notice that 14 is 2 times 7, so that makes it interesting. Also, 
There's no x squared in this last term. So really the only thing I could do to simplify this would be to factor out the 2. And I'd have 2 times 24x to the 4th plus 4x cubed plus 7 all over 4x squared. So when I divide the 2 into the 4, I get 2 on the bottom. So I get 24x to the 4th plus 4x cubed plus 7 all over x squared. As one unit, that's the most I can simplify. Let's compare to the answer we got before. Over here, the answer I got was 12x squared plus 2x plus 7 over 2x squared. Doesn't look the same, does it? And you might think that you made a mistake if you have a different looking answer than somebody else. But let's look at this carefully. There's only one thing in the bottom, so I could think about dividing it in, right? x squared into 24x to the fourth. Isn't that... Oops, what did I miss? I forgot to rewrite my 2. Well, good, now I just caught it, didn't I? So the 2x squared, I caught by trying to check my answers. So that's important. This 2 I should have rewritten from dividing the 2 into the 4. 2 goes into 24 12 times. x squared goes into x to the 4th. x squared times plus 4x cubed divided by 2x squared would be 2x plus 7 halves and an x squared on the bottom. So they really are the same expression just in a different form. So they're equivalent expressions. And they both show that x shouldn't be equal to 0, right? Because you'd then be dividing by 0. So this is something that's really important to point out. Depending on which way you do it, your answer might look different. So you want to make sure that you can go between the two different forms of the answer. If you get this answer, it's harder to, it's harder to go from this answer here to the one all over a common denominator. So in order to do that, you would have to multiply the first two terms, top and bottom, by 2x squared. If you did that, I know this is very small. The last one is already in the right form. If you do that to get a common denominator, then you do get 24x to the fourth plus 2x cubed. I'm missing a 2 here, right? 4x cubed plus 7 all over 2x squared. The same expression that I got using the quotient rule. The other point I'd like to make is a point in favor of the quotient rule for this very reason. If you use the quotient rule to evaluate a quotient rather than rewriting it, you will get something that has a common denominator already. So you won't have to do that extra step of putting it over a common denominator. That's very useful when you're on a multiple choice test, you're on the final exam, for example, and you are trying to find the derivative as quickly as possible without having to do a lot of rewriting. If the answer's in this form, then you're going to be better off using the quotient rule to get the derivative. All over the denominator squared puts it all over a common denominator from the very beginning, and that's useful.